What's up, Sabbath School crew? The lesson for Sunday, August 8th is entitled, Facing the Past. Let's pray. Dear Lord, please open my eyes, my mind, and my heart to your word. Help me to not just hear what it says, but to put it into practice. In Jesus' name, amen. Soon, the life of Joseph improves in big ways. Joseph gets out of prison after he tells Pharaoh, the king, the correct meaning of his dreams. Then Pharaoh puts Joseph in charge of the whole country, and you could see that in Genesis 41. Joseph marries Asenath, the daughter of an Egyptian priest, or holy leader. Joseph and Asenath have two sons. Thanks to Joseph, the warehouses in Egypt are full of food. Just as Joseph said, the food shortage starts. Then the brothers of Joseph come to Egypt. Genesis 42 verses 7 to 20 detail the first meeting between Joseph and his brothers. While I'm reading, think about why Joseph behaves the way he does and what he is trying to do. Genesis 42 verses 7 to 20 Joseph recognized his brothers instantly, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where are you from? he demanded. From the land of Canaan, they replied. We have come to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him, and he remembered the dreams he'd had about them many years before. He said to them, You are spies. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my lord, they exclaimed. Your servants have simply come to buy food. We are all brothers members of the same family. We are honest men, sir. We are not spies. Yes, you are, Joseph insisted. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. Sir, they said, there are actually twelve of us. We, your servants, are all brothers, sons of a man living in the land of Canaan. Our youngest brother is back there with our father right now, and one of our brothers is no longer with us. But Joseph insisted, as I said, you are spies. This is how I will test your story. I swear by the life of Pharaoh that you will never leave Egypt unless your youngest brother comes here. One of you must go and get your brother. I'll keep the rest of you here in prison. Then we'll find out whether or not your story is true. By the life of Pharaoh, if it turns out that you don't have a younger brother, then I'll know you are spies. So Joseph put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will live. If you really are honest men, choose one of your brothers to remain in prison. The rest of you may go home with grain for your starving families, but you must bring your youngest brother back to me. This will prove you are telling the truth and you will not die. To this, they agreed. Joseph is now a powerful man. He can hurt his brothers if he wants to. He can get away with revenge too. But Joseph does not choose revenge. He chooses mercy. He worries about his family at home. He worries about his father most of all. Is his father alive? And what about Benjamin, the younger brother of Joseph? Is Benjamin in the same danger that Joseph was in from the older brothers? Joseph now is powerful enough to look after the helpless members in his family. He can take good care of them. This is exactly what Joseph chooses to do. 
we must act the same as Joseph. When our family members are harmed by other family members, we must not accept this behavior. Each of us is precious in the eyes of God. Jesus paid the price on the cross for us all. Let's take a look at Matthew 25 verses 41 to 46 to see why Jesus cares so deeply about the pain we suffer. Matthew 25 verses 41 to 46 Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry, and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked, and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these my brothers and sisters, you are refusing to help me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. Jesus bought each one of us with his blood. We belong to him. Anyone who attacks another person and hurts them really attacks the property of Jesus. Forcing anyone to have sex is wrong. So is hitting or beating someone. When these two things happen in families, we need to get help. These problems are not private. You will need outside help. Are you or someone in your family being hurt or forced to have sex with another family member? Then please get help from a professional you can trust. Here's a question for us to think about. What are some Bible rules that you can follow to help you with whatever family problem you may have right now? Thanks for checking out today's lesson. God bless.